Hello and welcome to episode number four of Attracting and Retaining Customers. This is the podcast that offers tips and ideas on how to attract and win new customers and how to retain and grow your existing customers. My name is Trevor Lee and I'm very excited to be bringing you this podcast which is now available on iTunes along with the first three episodes as well. So check it out on iTunes and if you do like it, please do leave us a review. That would be fantastic. Now in this episode, I'm going to talk about presentation equipment. Presentations are great ways of both attracting new customers and telling your old customers or your current customers why you know why they should continue to work with you. But loads of people fail to make a really good presentation work simply because of the way they use or rather they don't use the equipment. So in this podcast we're going to look at things like screens, projectors, microphones, the clickers, laptops, audio quality. Things like that which will help you really get to grips with making full use of the equipment that you've got available so you can concentrate on delivering an awesome presentation. So let's start with screens because the last thing you want in a presentation is to put something up on the screen and then find yourself saying, Oh no, I realise that some of you in this audience today uh, won't be able to see what I've put on the screen. So why did you put it on there in the first place? Well, you know, it's a case that often loads of presenters do this and it's really because they just don't do enough research on the screen. Lots of presentation venues don't have screens which are geared up for the audience or the room they're trying to serve. This is very much apparent when you go to networking events where you get maybe a 100 people in a large hotel room and they pull up some sort of screen or they've got a built-in screen If there's 30 people there, fantastic. But 120 people there and you've got people sitting around the edges or a long way away and they simply can't see what's on there. So you have to really find out before you go and do an event what sort of screen you're going to be using because it really will make a difference. I was at an event recently where the screen was pretty large But even so, it was not one that was easily seen by the rest of the room. And then suddenly, to the speaker's horror, the sun came in through these massive windows. I mean, it was a coastal hotel, fantastic views. But the sun came right in on the screen and no one could see anything at all. Um, So she had to improvise. And that's sometimes what you have to consider doing. So, you know, looking and thinking about how to use your screen is really important. We will talk about PowerPoint as a separate podcast um, because, you know, if you're a top presenter, then you will usually design what's on your screen around the knowledge of the screen itself. So if you're working in a huge screen or sorry, with a huge screen, say in a cinema, like um, I've been to a couple of events in Cornwall at Newquay Cinema, massive, massive screen for a presenter. You can put quite a lot of information on there if you really want to. If it's a small screen and a large audience, which is really often the case, then be very careful about what you put on the screen. So be very, very ruthless about the number of words on your slides. Start at one and work from there. Right, the number two thing to think about with uh, equipment is the projector. Because projectors can be a real nuisance. 
you get three, often three types of projectors. It, you know, integrated projectors where you don't even know they exist. You get the ones that are overhead and beam towards the, you know, a screen or the wall. And then you get the worst case scenario ones where you've got a projector sitting on a table or a desk and you're having to work around it because those ones, they beam straight at the screen and they beam that light and you, you know, you find yourself standing in the light. Now, fortunately, these are becoming less and less common. But even the overhead projectors, you have to watch out for where the light beam is. I was at an event um, in, a, in a big place with a big screen, huge screen. But the overhead projector, the beam was just catching the top of this chap's head. He, he just stood in the wrong place all of the time. And therefore, he was shadowed on the screen and his head was being lit up. And of course, as a speaker, he had no idea this was going on. So when you do, you know, if you get a chance, do go and check the venue, check the screen, check where the projector is and check how the two integrate together and run a couple of slides and think where you can stand that won't be in the way of the light beam. So, you know, use that to your advantage, but check the projector, check the projector, check the screen, see how it's all going. So number two, projectors. Number three are microphones. Increasingly, microphones are used by presenters. And um, the, very, very, the very best presenters are very apt at using microphones in a, in a really good, good way. But if you're an irregular presenter, you know, a business person, but you don't present very often, and you find yourself faced with a microphone, then whatever you do, if someone offered you a microphone, then you need to use it. Because very often the people who think they don't need microphones are the people who actually do need a microphone. Especially, I think, if your audience gets beyond 30 or so, then it's really useful to use a microphone. Ideally, you want a, a wireless microphone that clips onto the front of your jacket or blouse or shirt or whatever it might be. Check if there is one available. Um, second best one is a handheld one that doesn't need a, any wiring at all either. Um, third ones are ones that you know you're trailing wires around, but increasingly it's a wireless one. But do check that you understand how the microphone works. And if you're worried that you're not going to be heard enough, then again, do a little test before the audience arrives. Get someone to stand at the back of the room and, and you speak into the microphone. What you don't want to be doing when you start your presentation, if you're using a handheld microphone, is, is tapping on the top of the microphone and just saying, you know, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Is it all work? You have to assume that you've done your check and that everybody working in there has made sure that they can hear you. So make sure if a microphone's available that you do use it, you're ready for it as well. Because, you know, if you're going to have to hold it in your hand, that's one hand with something in that you maybe weren't planning for. Make sure you test the microphone, but do use it. It will make a difference to your presentation. So, number three is microphones. Number four in equipment is what are you going to run your presentation from? Is it going to be the, uh, the venue itself? Because sometimes they will say, oh, send us your presentation, we'll load it onto our system. Well, that's great, you know, um, that's absolutely fine. But again, you know, do just check that uh, you understand how that's going to work if that's what you're going to, if that's what they're going to do. And also, just double check, we're going to talk about video and audio in a minute, but if you've got a video as part of your presentation and you've sent it to be loaded up onto the system, again, just check that that works okay. 
If you're going to take your own laptop or, or tablet, um, then you know just don't rock up and expect that you know everyone's going to be knowing how to connect your particular laptop or tablet to the venue system. Check with them in advance what sort of cabling they have, what you might need to bring with you. The best venues will say, yeah, if you could just bring a dongle or an HDMI connection or something like that, then we'll connect it up. Um, if you do get a chance, again, it's all part of the preparation bit of a great presentation. I, if I'm presenting at a really big event, I'll always try and get to the event or at least get to see what equipment they've got beforehand, um, get them to do a little video link with me and show me around and something like that to find out what's going on. I, I tend to use an iPad most of the time um, and I always carry with me various cables and connections so that usually I've got all the kit I need to connect to somebody else's system. But be sure that you, you understand what you're going to do. And on that very on that front, of course, then there's the clicker bit. Because, you know, clickers can be oh, terrible, can't they? Because they uh, people lose momentum. You get, you know, somebody comes along and they, you know, the, the, usually the clicker thing is when uh, there's been a presentation that's preloaded. So not only is someone faffing around trying to find your presentation, which is always annoying in itself. So, you know, make sure that they understand they've got to be slick on that business. But then... They give you the clicker and you've no idea. This is the first time you've held the clicker in your hand. You've no idea what button to press. This is start of your presentation. You've been introduced and now you're faffing around and you've pressed the wrong button and suddenly you're on somebody else's presentation and then you do get going on yours and then you press the wrong button and you go backwards. So if you're going to use a clicker, then make sure that you use the clicker. You know, you know how it works. So just get there early and say, how's this clicker work? <laughs> um, if you're gonna if you're gonna rely on someone else to press the clicker, then well, you, you know that needs to be slick. So you need to uh, ideally have practice with them how that's going to work. I would always take control of the clicker if I can, because you don't want to be nodding at someone who then isn't looking at you and then saying, "Oh, can I have the next slide, please?" Because you know asking for the next slide does lose your momentum. So clickers are important when you're uh, checking your equipment. Finally, the other thing to check with uh, equipment, we've mentioned it briefly earlier, is audio quality. And by audio quality, um, I mean, you know, how, how is it going to sound? Because um, not only the microphone, but particularly if you've got a video and you've got a soundtrack to it. Because any video that plays uh, with a poor soundtrack is going to lose its impact big time. And, and this was brought home when uh, I was at an event, I don't know, 18 months ago, I think, at a big hotel. And big speaker there. And he put this video on and the soundtrack was absolutely terrible. And it was very clear that he hadn't checked with the hotel about the quality of the audio system and they hadn't realized their audio system was quite as bad so it was really poor for the speaker and for the venue and I felt really sorry for the guy the look on horror of his face when he realized that no one was going to make out what on earth his video was all about so if you're going to show a video then it's really really important you check the audio most people are going to show videos, they get there, they check the video, uh, you know, they can see the screen, they forget to think about the audio. So there we go. So there are there are six things that you need to think about if you're going to check your equipment. So let's just re let's just review them quickly. First up is screens, you know, get a feel for where the screen is and how big it is and who's going to be able to see it. Think about and find out where the projector is and how that's going to work with you. 
If there is a microphone available, then I would tend to reuse it, but find out what sort it's going to be and feel comfortable with using it. If you're going to take your laptop or tablet along, uh, uh, you know, to load into the systems, uh, load into the venue system, then find out how that's going to work and how that interacts with the clicker. And if you are playing a video, then check the audio. And finally, you know, um, I, I like to move around when I'm presenting. And uh, at a couple of venues I've seen, they have they have microphones, but they're those little pointy you know, little things on. Uh, well, how do you describe it? A little little uh, spike, or uh, it's it sort of sits as part of a lectern usually. And um, it's not easy, is it, to use that because you kind of have to stay still. And if the microphone is in, is is in that situation, then um, and you need to use the microphone, then. You know, remember to speak into it all of the time because it's very easy just to turn your head and look at something on the screen and start talking and forget that the microphone's no longer picking you up 100% and so you will lose your, your, your audio quality. Um, my preferred style of presenting is to move around so wherever possible I make sure I don't get tied to a lectern if I can help it. But um, if, you know, if a lectern is part of it, you need to be aware of that and you need to think about how you're going to cope with that situation. And finally, of course, you know, a plan B. And plan B for equipment is what happens when the whole thing comes to a grinding halt? What on earth are you going to do? Well, you need to be confident that you can carry on and deliver your presentation even though your microphone's failed, the screen has failed and the projector has failed. If the screen and projector have failed and your microphone's still good, then you've got to go for it. If the microphone fails, then you realise you've got to really project your voice and make yourself known. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope that that's been useful for you. There are several top tips about your equipment. It's really worth the while checking your equipment before you go off and do a presentation because hopefully you will have done lots of preparation for your presentation, you'll have rehearsed it, you'll have, you know, you'll be looking really looking forward to it and it is a great opportunity to help you attract and retain customers through the mediums of presentations. But don't let that all go to waste by rocking up on the day and not doing your equipment check at the venue that you're going to be using. If, you know, if you're worried about all this and you're doing a presentation then and you do them regularly, then think about getting your own stuff. Getting your own equipment, you know, and um, I, uh, I won't promote the brand, but I use a projector that stands on the floor and beams up the wall. It's fantastic. And um, I, uh, I, I came across it a couple of years ago. Um, it's, it's, it's really, really brilliant. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's Ricoh. It's a Ricoh one, and uh, it, it, I love it. I absolutely love it. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of this podcast. If you need help with your uh, presenting, then uh, give me a call. My number's 07785 390 717. Or you can email me. That's trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk. Or uh, you can also get lots of presenting tips on my on my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk. And you'll also find one or two little uh, voiceover uh, presentations on there as well which will help you through your presentation. So good luck with your presenting. Prepare well, practice hard, and make sure you check the equipment. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to being with you next time. <laughs>